Season 8, Episode 12 of the Matty Ice and Marky Mark Podcast. Joining me, as always, best co-host on the planet, the one and only man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Marky Mark. Thank you for joining me this week, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Great introduction. Man, I feel like uh, I'm just jacked and ready to go tonight, man. I, uh, I missed everyone. It's it's great to be back here once again at the fine establishment known as the Arsenal Studio. It's actually daylight outside. We can actually see the bay. It's looking nice, looking weird and like not dark in here yet. So yeah, it's pretty cool to see the neighbors walking by. How's it going, Beth? Yep. Yep. Hi. Hi, Beverly. Yep, just waving as they're walking their dogs. It's real nice, man. Nice studio set up here at the Arsenal Palace. It it's is awesome. It is weird being daytime, like actually seeing daytime as we do the show. Wait till, wait till we got the later on. We'll have the sun blazing in our eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that a thing that happens? Yeah, in here? It's so sweet. sweet. It'll be awesome. Oh, it's gonna look great. I had an awesome week. I did. Are I you had to talk about. I had it? an awesome week. I'm gonna talk all about it. Yeah. We have a great show, packed full of goodies. We'll talk about what we've been doing, what we've been playing. Juicy, the biggest pinball update up ever this week. We've got some fat dudes. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff, man. Taste test is going to be a blast. Collector's Corner. We're going to have a fun rank it for all you movie fans there. And also the memory. Going to dabble a little bit in some movie knowledge there for uh, everyone dabble as well. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Mr. Matty Ice, what have you been playing? What have you been doing? What's going on, man? What have you been up to? So I have been doing much of the same that I was last week, playing a lot of the same games, throwing a couple uh, randos in there. So I played a, a little bit of Earth Defense Force World Heroes or something like, like that. Yeah, there's a few of those. And I'll tell you what, I like those games. It's uh, that Those games are great, and you would love this one because it's like a Minecrafty. Oh, I played that. that I, I think I talked about it on here, or I was going to. I made a note for it, and I never did. That game's awesome. That game's really cool. It, it looks real. It was so much fun. It was the most fun I've had playing one of those games. Yeah, it was on something PlayStation for something. Yeah, it was on PlayStation's like uh, game PlayStation Pass. Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, so I played a little bit of that, and then I also tried the co-op version of Tetris Connected with Sarah. And basically, you have three people versing a computer, and the computer like during its phase will drop blocks and kind of block your Tetrises and stuff like that. And then eventually it goes into a phase where all three players work together to, it'll like quickly jump between turns, like all time slows down and you get to drop and you try to build up as many lines as possible. Okay. And then depending on the, the lines you build up, you send them over to the computer and hopefully beat it. So that was really cool. It's a really fun spin on Tetris. And if you're not good at Tetris, it's a fun way. Because, like, say if you play with Jason or something, because you're not crazy about Tetris, I right? hate Tetris, yeah. So Jason, pretty good at Tetris. If you played alongside him, you would also have fun because you could just play at your own pace and still cool. be able to beat the boss. All right. Well, yeah, man, Tetris mania, run wild. And then last thing... uh, it was Rosemary's birthday this weekend, so we were trying to find stuff to do. Thought about maybe going to Stardust to do all the stuff there. Thought about going to Round 1. Crazy it, Quarters Arcade, great place. Did think about that. Honestly, we did think about that as well. Um, but we decided on an escape room. And there's a, there's a couple escape rooms down state. We went to 
one called Blackout. And it was Sarah and I, Rosemary and their friends, and it was it started out it's it's a dark escape room, which I'm not I'm not scared of the dark, but I'm not crazy about being in a dark room with a bunch of other human beings. Yeah, it's not I, like I something I strive to do. I don't think anyone really enjoys that unless you're some sick freak or something. So it starts out, you're, you know, he gives us the spiel and all that about if we need hints and that type of stuff. And then he, as he's closing the door, we're like all packed in this elevator. As he closes the door, he's like, oh, one last thing. Are you guys afraid of the dark? And he closes the door and the lights go out. So then it's like we're cramped in this elevator shaft and the floor is moving. David S. Pumpkins comes out. And we're like... Any questions? So... It was fun. It was the first escape room I've ever done. We kind of let the kids go for it. You know, let them figure it out. There were some really cool puzzles. It's definitely geared more towards adults. But it was like, we figured out the elevator, so then it opened up to a room. And I I, I told them that I wouldn't, like, you're not supposed to spoil anything. But basically, you, like, solve each puzzle, and another room opens up to wherever. And we almost we almost beat it. You had an hour to do it, and we took the like middle option for the them helping us out with hints, but not too many. And I think we were probably like one or two more puzzles away from actually solving it. But it was awesome. If you haven't done an escape room yet, and you have like some kids for a birthday party, or even if it's like four or five adult friends, it's a really good time. Never done one before. Sounds frustrating. I hate puzzles. If you're not good at puzzles, go with people that are good at puzzles <laughs> so that you can enjoy them solving them. Okay, all right. Well, that's cool, man. Um, actually, I've been uh, still on the Mortal Kombat kick. Uh, Reed's still been playing the heck out of Mortal Kombat, and we actually have the Retron 5. We're playing some Mortal Kombat 2, and actually, my buddy, Jason, owner of the Arsenal Studio, Jason came over, and I was like, hey, man, you want to play some Mortal Kombat? And he's like, throw two on that's my jam. I'll beat your ass at two. And I'm like, okay, let's go, dude. <laughs> All right, let's go. So, yeah, we were playing some Mortal Kombat 2. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, he won two. Like, like, like I won, and then he won, and then we did, like, oh, okay. Well, then, and then I won, but then he, like, then we just kept it going. going so it was back really forth, weird. We man. did, like, a best of five. So, <laughs> he, like, would, he won two, and I won two. And then he ended up winning the the oh, rubber match, so he took let... Mortal Kombat two, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, do you know, do Street Fighter? I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'll throw that in there. So I played some Street Fighter, and uh, normally I'm way better at Mortal Kombat. And uh, I mean, to be fair, all he had to do was keep playing as E Honda, and he would have won. I can't beat E Honda; he's the worst character of all time in any video game ever created. Um, he did play him once. Just all he had to do was just keep pressing the button. Mm-hmm. I can't beat E Honda; he's my He's my freaking kryptonite in all video games. Oh, my God. I remember making you and Jason so mad because Jason was just whooping ass at that game. And I'm like, you know, fuck it. You can't beat E. Honda. Nobody can. Obviously, there's very good methods to beat him, but he's a fucking asshole. All he does, if he hits you once, you're done. That's it. So, yeah, um, we did end up playing a few, and uh, I actually ended up taking the Street Fighter. So where? How did you play Street Fighter? Sega. Oh Retron, yeah, Retron okay. five. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Sega, the Sega um, special tournament edition or special championship edition is actually pretty good. I remember renting it when I was a kid, and I was like, 
I don't know. It was just, it felt faster. It, it has that grimy Sega <clears throat> tunes, which actually don't sound that bad on it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty much what I've been playing. Um, I did uh, also, speaking of Mortal Kombat, shout out to Carlos and Jose Martinez, the Martinez bros, my homies. Um, they showed me about the Mortal Kombat mobile game. And I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat mobile. I've heard that's pretty good, actually. It's not bad. I mean, it's, it's for a mobile game. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's you're like tapping a lot. Did you play the Injustice one at all? No. I heard that it was like, I know a lot of people that played lap that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, just keep playing it, unlock and get more coins. So it's, if you like Mortal Kombat and you're stuck somewhere where you have to play on your phone or something, like at a like in line at a doctor's office or something like that, pull out your phone, and play Mortal Kombat, man. So yeah, it's cool. Uh, I've been playing that, and then uh, Apex Legends decided to go back and get my ass handed to me again in that. Uh, that's fun. I really want to get good at that game. I don't know why. I like. I just felt like playing a first-person shooter, and I guess that's the one I chose. So there, <clears throat> there is nothing. It's so hard, but so, when you get kills. It so satisfying so there's like very distinct memories for battle royale games that that stand out like you john and i getting a win on uh battlegrounds for the first like for the first time for a squad win getting a a win in duos with colin on warzone but the first few games i played of apex and there were just fucking explosions going off everywhere. You're fucking hitting dudes with one shots with a magnum, uh, with like the skull piercer mod and stuff like that. The early like when that game dropped and it was like their their ghost release, like nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. They thought it was just like an add-on to Titanfall 2 or whatever. The initial release of that game, I was like, oh, this is what a fucking battle royale needs to be. They're like sliding doing a crouch slide down a mountain and just constantly falling, like going and gaining speed. That game has... It's nuts. That game has things that no Battle Royale will it's, ever yeah, have. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just something to get back into and have fun with. Why not? Um, but yeah, man. That's pretty much what I've been playing. Are we ready? Are we ready for this monumental pinball update? I'm just going to turn my I'm microphone jumping, off. I'm jumping right into it. Yeah, I'm going to turn my microphone off. So if we have any pinball people out there, or if you know anybody who likes pinball, let them know. Share the show right now. Don't have to turn your mic off. I'm not. Because I'm talking to you. Ooh. Hold on, hold on. I have a little bit of news that I want to throw your way. It's not. It's nothing crazy, but I did hear about it yesterday. Because of how much we're not, we don't get into politics too much on this show. What are you doing? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Don't worry. So Disney is planning on, and they've talked about this before. They're planning on moving. I can't ever remember what it is. Is it Disneyland or Disney World in Florida? World is in Florida. They're talking about moving because of DeSantos, who's the governor there, just being such a fucking psychopath. They're just gonna like literally move the resort. To another state. Oh, they have all the money in the world. I mean, yeah. You know, that's the most power move of all power moves. Just taking we're moving the Disney main, World. Just taking the main resort from a state and like, nah, we're gonna fucking move to like, I don't know, Kentucky or something. I just love I I don't I'm not a crazy fan of Disney with some of the 
the dumb shit they do. But I do enjoy that kind of a power move. Just holding that over a state. Like, yeah, we can just take half of your tourist money. Let's just fucking do it. Let's move Disney World to Michigan. Fuck yeah. Yeah, come on up here. Snow sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Be open six months out of the year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> snow white. Literally dope. still snowing end of April somehow. It fucking snowed today. Anyway, pinball update. I just thought you might want to. I don't know pinball if you heard update. about that. Here we go. All right, let's talk about it. Dude, no, I need the I need the button again. Hell yeah. No, the whole button. Oh, yes. Bringing back memories. All right, here we go. This was Season 8, Episode 12. We are going to talk hardcore about pinball here. This is the pinball update. It is Pinball at the Zoo 2023 was this last weekend, and my God, it was great. Last time, last year we went, it was just an out-of-the-whim decision. The most spur-of-the-moment Yep, we only went down for a couple hours and then had to head back because it was closing down. It was still cool, though. We got a taste of it. This time, Dom, we got this whole idea of this trip planned out that we went down for the whole entire duration of it, the beginning to end, and we made sure... We played our butts off and saved money and all this stuff for it. And we did that. The entire thing. We went down there. We got a hotel room. There were six of us that went down. Six of us in one hotel room. We were going to get a B&B at this murder house looking place. But uh, murder house fell through. Apparently some other people accidentally booked it. They're now dead because they got murdered. But so we had to go with the Holiday Inn. And uh, I tell you what, it's great. Great place. Holiday Inn was nice. Good breakfast. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, we uh, the drive down there. I felt bad. Liz and I went down there. We all took. There's six of us, but there's two per vehicle. We didn't. We all just kind of no carpooling. Huh? No carpooling. Man, no carpool karaoke like last time. Now, so uh, yeah, we uh, went down. Liz and I did, and I pulled up the directions. Did not realize that my phone was uh, set previously to no, no highways. highways. That makes total sense for you. Yeah. So and, it was probably uh, like. 17 hours. It was three and a half hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I got to... Exp- it was a nice... I liked it. It was did a nice scenic Did you actually drive route. no highways? Yeah. You fucking psychopath. We did. Yeah, we went down you probably, there no I highways. Mean, you probably only Liz, added, Liz like... Liz didn't, didn't seem too pumped about it when we're going through, like, downtown Lansing and shit, but... You probably only tacked on, like, a half hour, 45 minutes. It was about an hour. That's not worth it in no, any it wasn't. environment. I didn't realize it till about halfway through. <laughs> no, you, like, were, you knew that shit. The no, I don't care about it. Directions. I'm on meds now. This shit doesn't even bother me. So yeah, um, <laughs> drive. Oh man, there's no way. Oh, Paul's in here, dude. What up, Paul? Paul yeah, Nithic. yeah. Paul said, "Oh, Holiday Inn was not nice. That place was so rundown. Uh, you were not staying at the same Holiday Inn. I was there. Actually, there are two. They have the rundown Holiday Inn. You must have stayed at. And we had the nice one. Paul, how was your breakfast? But, um, yeah, no, our holiday was great. That's crazy, though. But, yeah, uh, we uh, went down there. It was cool. Um, got in our rooms and everything later because we were right to the venue. We wanted to get going right immediately. Dom did not mess around. Dom was there to qualify. Oh, yeah. Dom was there to play. And he, like, he made it very well and aware that that's what he was doing. So other people probably should bring other vehicles because the Dom was going to be playing pinball. Did he make? Did he actually say that? Like, you guys might want to drive separate because I'm just playing pinball. 
um, somewhat in the, in a somewhat way. But no, he uh, Dom Dom was he was doing good. He had fun. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say one thing that was really cool there. So if you guys don't know, the listeners, what Pinball to Zoo is, it's uh, it's in the Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's where it is, and it's at your expo center. It's kind of like a civic center. So big place. They run it out, and everybody will bring in different pinball machines. There's a ton of different pinball machines that people bring in, and they have on free play. Uh, it's like $20 a day to get in, and you can play all the pinball you want. And then there's a tournament area set off to the side with different games, and it's the biggest tournament in the state of Michigan. And this year it was like a Stern Pro Circuit event oh, wow. as well that's so, awesome yeah so it was it was real deal and it brought a lot of heavy hitters in uh in the main tournament there's 129 people last year i think there was 105 so did you meet okay this is something i forgot to add last week did you meet any of the heavy hitters of the pinball community i mean there's some did you meet any not like the ultra heavy hitters so I forgot. I mean, to... I don't want to say like, what if somebody was there and considers themselves a heavy hitter, and I don't name drop them now? They'd be like, "Screw this podcast! I'm a heavy hitter." Okay, well, I don't. I will stop talking after this. But I forgot to mention one cool thing that happened. What? So while I was in MGC, they also had like a big pinball thing there, and we were um, we were packing up the car to leave, and I Jay and I hopped in a the elevator, and there's a guy behind us. And that looks like somebody familiar. So as the elevator is going up to another parking lot, I'm like, are you Jack Danger? And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, oh, no, no fucking way. And he's like, yeah, I'm leaving. And the fucking elevator went up before I could get a picture. So I had like, I met Jack Danger for a quick sec. As you're walking out, and he's like smacking the button. Yeah, shut the door. Like, he wasn't a jerk or anything. <laughs> I, it was as I was like standing out of the elevator. He's like, Yeah, I'm taking off. I'm like, Oh, I could have got a fucking picture with this guy. Oh, man. That's I know wild. that sounds like a bullshit story. But yeah, it's you not. made that up, but that's it's, cool. It's though, not. Man. Jay would back me up. That was sweet, though, man. Thanks for just. Jack Danger wasn't there. Thanks for burying my pinball to zoo story. No problem. <laughs> that's what I do. But yeah, no, man. Um, so there's the tournament area, and there's a tons of people there. Tons of people. Lots of qualifying. It was awesome. Um, some notable games, though, um, that were in the free play area. Uh, I'm going to say probably my favorite game there was Dragon. Uh, Inner Flip made it. 1977. And uh, it's really cool on the play field. It has these little plastic like dragon heads that are there that go with the actual artwork on the play field. And when you hit them, they fall down. So they match the play field artwork then. So there's a bunch of them all over the open play field there, and you hit them, and then it was it was a fun game. It's EM too, and I really like the colors on it. They're really vibrant, uh, hot pink and green. And the whole time I was like, man, I wish I owned this. I would just put the I put some hot pink Titan silicone bands in that sucker some leds let's go oh i would have loved to work on that thing and just make it all pretty mark like but yeah that game was a blast i sucked at it and if you look on pindigo my score i submitted uh i have the worst score in the world (laughs) in the world i've almost done that a couple times now i have the worst score in the world on dragon and it was awesome 
uh, Jukebox by Chicago Coin, 1976. That sounds awesome. That, that was a great game, and uh, I actually almost rolled it twice. It was Holy sweet. shit, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I actually had a dude behind me watching. It was like, I'm not like Dom. Dom had like crowds of people when he was playing like Bond, super expensive 60th anniversary one or whatever. Did you get to play that? No, because there was too many people. Are you people. fucking serious? It was crowds. You're never going to see that I don't that like lines. Again. You're never going to see that I had that to stand in lines enough. Carnage Cult is an awesome name. Hello. Hi, hi, Carnage Cult. So, yeah, we had, uh, yeah, Jukebox. I had a dude watching behind me. He's like, yeah, dude, tear it up. Uh, so that was fun. Um, I will say though, the one that the machine that won like best in show award um, was a Rolling Stones Bally 1979. This thing was absolutely incredible. It was the most one of the most gorgeous tables I've ever seen. Pinball machines, like everything on it was good. Like the playfield, I've never lights, even heard of it. Yeah, it looked awesome. I hate the Rolling Stones too, and yeah. like the fact that like I it was amazing. Also, also shout out to Justin. His um, his Simpsons he brought was very, very good. I think that one should have won best nineties. That's my personal opinion. Uh, that's just what I think. If there was a game to win the nineties, it would be Simpsons. His I Simpsons think. Data East was very, very nice. It was beautiful. It played great. That's a he fun. Did a good job on it. That's so. a fun game too. Um, but yeah, that uh, that but that Rolling Stones was just whew, so nice. It looked awesome. Played great, and uh, yeah, makes sense. All right, hell yeah. Um, so we got, uh, and then we get to the tournament games. Now, there's uh, there's two styles of tournaments there. Well, there's three. There's a women's, but I'm not playing in that. Uh, Liz and Josie did though, and they did awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, they actually both made the top ten. Like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I was keeping just up on the stats. Top eight make playoffs and, or make the finals, so they just missed it, which was oh, a they bummer. were nine and ten. Yeah, that's so fucking frustrating. But it, no, they worked hard to get up there and everything. So I gotta say, before you uh, list off these games, I saw the game list because I was keeping track on you guys, kind of watching the stats. Yeah, the, the classics and the main games looked fucking awesome. So much better than last year's. Like I was really impressed with the. The games they had selected. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, my thing I love the most is that Creature from the Black Lagoon was there. I can't believe they... I if mean, you guys don't know, Creature from the Black Lagoon is my favorite pinball machine of all time. Um, that one was there. Played great. It was in good condition. It was played fairs. And I, I couldn't believe it, man. It was still set up in tournament mode. Like, it's set hard. All these machines in tournament play are set incredibly tough. So it felt good to play and get better on hard machines. So um, that's a machine that really sets you apart because yeah. of how like it's not easy in any even the easiest machine of that is still difficult because of how difficult that game is. Yeah, and uh, I mean there was still there's a lot of hard games there, but Creature was cool, and I actually um, I'm not that great at pinball like some of these other guys. I mean there were some inc- like incredible players there. Uh, but my best score on creature going into this was like 120 million, and um, I actually got 175 million on this one. So Ooh, yeah, it was, it was cool to get my best creature score. So once I did that, I was like, I don't think I can beat that. Um, I'm just gonna start focusing on other games. And uh, I did Abracadabra was a it's an old Wedgehead EM, and that was a blast to play. Those are my games. I love. Love, love, love EMs. I like the old games. They play so fun. 
I'm everyone knows I'm I'm a huge fan of the old old school EMs and especially wedge head games like that. It was so fun. Uh, Golden Arrow was another one that was there. That was actually the best score I put up in uh, for the mains for me. I rolled it once and Fuck yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, EMs and, and solid states are the best games. Um, Wheel of Fortune was there. I will go ahead now and say this. That was the first time I played Wheel of Fortune. I do not like that game. Is I mean, that, a- that? I have to say some some things. I can't say all games are awesome. I'm sure they were for some people, but Wheel of Fortune, not my game. I don't think I've played that one before, actually. It sounds like it'd be a cool yeah. premise for a game. I, too. I don't know if it was just set harder, if I just suck at that game. Are you bad at yeah. solving puzzles? No, I mean, I didn't even get a chance to solve shit. I'd like to buy a vowel. No. I just kept draining. There was no fucking wheel spinning or anything. I just sucked at that game. So, um, yeah. But then, so in the main tournament, I ended up doing 70. I got 74th place out of 129 people. So last year out of 105, I got 101st. So it's a bit of an improvement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but then I went to the classics. And last year, I wanted to play the classics so bad. But we got there super late, and there just wasn't enough time even have a chance at it um because the lines do get long in classics especially near the end when they're getting close to the cutoff time uh i got the, i put so much time in classics i just focused classics classics let's go and it was a blast because i love the old school games so uh, i did end up getting tw- i got 29th place out of 88 people in classics that's awesome yeah so i was i was a blast um Great games on it. Firepower was one of them. I know. I saw that, and it's like, and uh, the scores weren't that crazy. It was so it. hard. It was such a hard firepower, man. But I tell you what, you know, you could cradle it up and everything, and it was cool. I did have multi ball going a few times on oh, it. Fuck but yeah, dude! I choked her. I choked her. I couldn't hit the good shots when I had that had the multi ball going. So getting a multi ball going is hard enough on that game. It's yeah. not an easy multi ball is not an easy thing to get. Barracora. That was one that I had some struggles with, and I kept having to just keep requeuing and go in there. And I ended up did getting a okay score, and that just it's so satisfying because not only are you keep having to try these games and hope for a better score, but you have to queue yourself up and you have to wait and you have to just chill for like five to ten minutes and wait for you know just to have another shot. You don't want to go up there and just shit the bed after waiting this whole time. So now you have to. You know, there's a lot of time into it. So. And you're paying for each game. It's a dollar a game. Yeah, you're not... It, All the money goes to charity, but yes, it is a dollar a game. It's it, it's an expensive... re Having a shitty game is costing you money. That's the thing with it. So it's like, how much, how much are you willing to put into a game that you've never played before or just bad at until you get a good score on it? Yeah, and then uh, you got want to you want to do your research, find out what works. And it's cool when you're in line. It's not like you're just sitting there bored out of your mind. You That's when you get to actually meet and talk to all these people. And I met some awesome people this year. Yeah, some really, really cool, cool people, man. Um, oh, God. That I can't remember any other names. <laughs> they must have been fucking awesome. So cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fuck it. I can't remember. I, I, I added so many people on Facebook and stuff. No, but, we have played the new TMNT, and it is awesome. Yeah, and then oh that, yeah, that, that was actually that in was the part tournament. Of it, yeah, um, I that was so hard. It was set super tough. That game's impossible and, already. And yeah, 
Like there was no ball save, pretty much. Oh no way! Yeah. Nope. I mean, you had ball saves during multi ball. You know, they give them back, but yeah, nope, not at the beginning. Make your shit count. And I think I got like seven mil on it, that and I worked hard for that seven mil. It was bad. That so. game is so fucking hard. Yeah, and you have to know. You need a fucking doctorate to play that game. <laughs> it's a brutal one. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was that was it. Um, Dom did good. Dom, he was right on the line to make the finals for the the A, but he fell a little short. Some people got some better scores in the last second there, and he, uh, yeah, he ended up getting into the B division there. So I think his overall, I think he was like twenty seventh out of one hundred twenty nine. It's pretty good, pretty good for Dom. I know he might feel disappointed and think he should have done better, but dude, the the amount of really really good pinball players that were there. He did good, especially for his first time at Pat's. I mean, you have the best in the. I mean, I can't think of another state where. Oh, shout out! Fuck Wisconsin. all the Fuck the fuck the other states. They ain't better than Michigan, Wisconsin, and <laughs> and uh, Illinois. Chicago, yeah, yeah, Illinois. Mid- Michigan's the mecca of pinball. No, no, Chicago is like literally Chicago could probably take on this whole state. Unfortunately. Oh well. Well, we got Jared August. We can take on the world. Hey, Dom, you missed the whole pinball segment. Yeah. Congrats um, on how well you did. Yeah, so, yes, um, did get to meet um, Jared August, Michigan State champ. Yep, he was there. Got got to meet him. Got to meet uh, Andrew Rosa, too. Mm -hmm. Andy Rosa's son. He's a cool dude. Likes anime and stuff. We were talking about that. Um, Yeah, I'm like, I'm friends with your dad. He's like, cool, man. (laughs) Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. (laughs) And I was like, here's a business card. And he's like, oh, cool. And then Jared August was like, oh, you should have Todd Seaver on your show. And it was like, oh, okay, yeah, dude. But yeah, um, so um, as far as the results, I went over that, but the new games, there was a lot of new games too there. Um, not as much as what you got to play at Expo there. I was right. I mean, I was an hour away from Chicago, though, yeah. where all of these manufacturers are. But I did get to play Godfather for the first time. Which, do you remember what edition you played? Like the was fancy that the, one. the Don? It was like the fancy one with like the legs that had all the... I think that's the Don edition. Yeah, it, was, it said collector's edition. There's on, a, the, the on only... A card. The top, like, thing of them is like a name from each character of the Godfather. Oh, I think Michael. The, it was Michael? Yeah. The Michael edition? Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I played it. It was cool. Um, first impressions on that. Um, not bad for a Jersey Jack. Usually I'm, I don't like Jersey Jacks as much um, at first. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, but I liked I liked how open it was. I liked how uh, the shots were, and it seemed fun. So I'm going to say that that is a fun game. It was a lot different from their Jersey Jack games are very busy. There's yes. a lot of stuff going on with them, and that was a... There's still a lot of stuff going on, but not maybe like half of what they normally do. Yep, that's exactly what I felt, and I felt it was a, a good change. Yep. So, um, and then I do have to something to say. I've been playing Foo Fighters a lot more lately, and I played it a lot at Pinball to Zoo, and I honestly think that game is so fun. I know everyone loves Godzilla, and Godzilla's like the goat, the best pinball machine out there. I think Food Fighters has what it takes to dethrone Godzilla. I I agree with you. And I, mean, I don't Dom I mentioned that to Dom. He said it probably won't because it's a music pin. 
And a lot of times, music pins can't quite get to that level. But, but it's I, it plays so good. It's so fun. Every shot is so good and so satisfying. I don't know, man. Godzilla's awesome, too. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know, man. So here's the thing with that. I, I agree with you, actually. Uh, the thing with that is Godzilla's a tough game to get started with. And then you start learning it, and you start playing a lot better. Yeah. Like, a good game starting out for me, granted, I'm not good at pinball, but at an amateur level, a good game starting out on Godzilla was like 10 to 30 mil, and then Dom started teaching me things, and I was averaging like 150 to 250 mil. But with Foo Fighters, it felt like I could actually walk up there and get a pretty good game without knowing exactly how to play it. It's just a lot... Tom says, I think it's going to be a very close second. The shooting of it is probably better, but I think Godzilla's depth is what it what takes it. And, and that could be true because Dom, you know, he gets into the end game craziness, which I can't get to. But um, I will say, okay, so I uh, see Toy Story. I kind of liked Toy Story. I didn't think it was that bad at first. Then I didn't like it. And now it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. The last time I played it, I really it pretty much Toy- comes down to if I played if I had a good game on it last, then I like it. I really like Toy Story. I think that's a fun one. And then, um, did you get a chance to play Scooby Doo? No. It wasn't oh there. man. And then, uh, um, oh god, um, Godzilla when that first came out, I didn't really like it at first. Oh, I definitely hated that game. Yeah, and now it's awesome, and I love it. So, Foo Fighters, I like a lot at first, and. Now I've played it more, and I'm still really liking it. Bond, I loved when it came out. Now, I'm not really a big fan of it. I'm becoming more of a fan of Bond. I was like, I've had a roller coaster with Bond, because at at the start, of course, it's going to be my favorite pin of all time, because it's a Bond game. And then the second, the when I started getting back into it, it became impossible for me to play. And then I went back up there recently and started playing it, and I was just figuring out more shots as they updated the code with it, made it a little better. Yeah, they have definitely done that. Dom says, Foo Fighters is 100% entry-level friendly, while Godzilla is a little brutal for newcomers. Godzilla is a fucking brutal game. Tyrus and I were actually talking about that. Shout out to Tyrus Eagle, second place Michigan State champion. Um, That's how I was introducing him to Liz. Second place Michigan State champion. Um, But yeah, he uh, we were talking about Turtles. And how he was like, how it's so brutal. Like, it's a game, like, you know, it's going to bring kids in to be like, oh, heck yeah, Turtles, let's play it. And it's the most brutal damn game ever. Okay, here's a here's a question off the top of your head, or off the top of the dome. Name two pins that are fun for entry level and expert players. Um, Any or new any, stars? Any two, any. World Cup Soccer. Okay, that's a good one. Um, and um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, I'm gonna go. I like that. That's a good one, especially Guardians. Uh, I'm gonna go Star Trek, Ellie, the newer Star Trek. Yeah, because I think that's just fun for everybody. Maybe it's just ha- it has a lot of real easy and fun shots. I think. And then, man, World Cup soccer is a good one. I don't know. Maybe like, uh, is Twilight Zone? Uh, Twilight Zone's not very beginner friendly. 
I think World Cup. I think you're on on the mark with World Cup. I think it's a really good one. I, I pick World Cup because um, I hate soccer. I don't care about soccer at all, and it makes me like soccer immediately because I'm like, oh, this is a blast. And it's got, I mean, the main thing that the ball is going to go to the middle of the play field is a, a goal. fucking goalie net. Yeah. And it just it's screams at you when you make a goal. Um, Man, there's a Paul says Simpsons pinball party. Heck yeah. Is that the Data East one or is that the no, other that's, one? No, I believe that's the other one. I haven't, I've only played the Data East Simpsons. Uh, Jeff says Godzilla better than Rush. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, I mean, Rush did win pinball of the year. Yeah, and Godzilla did not. Rush did win pinball machine of the year. I mean, I think Godzilla uh, outsold Rush though. <laughs> so. Well, of course it did. You know. So, do you break it down by rating or by sales? Mandalorian is a very good one because people can just shoot it up the middle and get somewhere. That's true too. That's a big pick. Mandalorian is the one. It's one of those stirns where it's the surface level is fun, but if you play it in a tournament, you're gonna get devastated if you don't know how to play it. That's the thing with the new Stearns is if you don't know how to play them, you're done. That's why I'm a classic man. Yep. Give me them classics. Firepower, baby. Yeah, I like them classics. But yeah, um, I will say that it was a great time. Pinball at the zoo. Um, shout out to Jason Humphrey. Uh, he we played. Uh, he played a long time and everything with us before he moved downstate, and he ended up winning. Uh, he ended up getting third place, so he got third in the main. So. Shout out to him. It's because it's because Mark can't sit in a fucking chair. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I'm fucking just get all comfy, over. man. Enjoy I'm yourself. all over the place. I like covering my face. I've told you this. I get camera shy. But you're all right. Yeah, that's uh, pinball at the zoo. But there's gonna be a lot more from the trip sprinkled into the rest of the show, including this next segment, everybody's favorite, fat dudes face fucking food. <laughs> Yeah. If you like the munch and the crunch and like eating out a bunch for your gastro servitude, sit back for the feud with gentlemen so crude as that dude's face fucking food. All right. So, speaking of fat dude's face fucking food, um, there was some food at Pinball to Zoo. There was like some concessions, but that wasn't great. Some of them weren't, you know, whatever. But someone who I call the godfather of pinball now because it was just so sweet. Chris Pascaretti, awesome dude, just bought a ton of Papa John's pizza for everyone. So shout out to Chris Pascaretti That's awesome. for hooking it up. Yeah, just tons and tons of Papa John's just bought it for everyone. So that was very, very nice of him. Very cool. Um, yeah, so we went to a lot of places during this trip. Uh, I went to three spots I got here, three items. So, for breakfast, we went to Nina's in Kalamazoo, and Dom, shout out to Dom, he had, uh, he's been there before, so he recommended it, and we met some of his friends that were awesome, very nice folks, and uh, yeah, we went there, I had a breakfast skillet, because, you know, I always order the breakfast skillet, I do love me some breakfast skillet, uh, but on the menu, I saw it. There was a breakfast burrito, and I took a picture of it just for you. Oh, yeah, you did. That's why you sent Because I forgot we had that whole, like, argument and discussion. So what? it was a wet breakfast burrito, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't get it. I just circled it so I could admit defeat in our debate. Oh, okay. So whatever. 
But yeah, I lost that. That's there. why most people enjoy breakfast burritos over skillet. Yeah, big wet nasty breakfast burrito. I'm sure, but yeah, I can't believe you didn't get it. No breakfast skillet, baby. I'm not gonna just go back on my word of the skillet. And it was amazing. It was great. It was awesome. So yes, with just sausage. <laughs> yeah. So they ask you what what you want on it. You have to like tell them everything you want on it. And I was like, yeah, just uh, what do you want on it? Oh, sausage is fine. She says, just sausage. <laughs> Apparently, you have to tell them like what type of potatoes, all the different veggies, all this other stuff that you want on it. So I eventually figured that out. So, yeah, man, um, good place. Liz actually bought everybody's breakfast, too, which was crazy. So shout out to Liz there. Uh, then we went to um, one of the other nights. We went to Top Cat. You ever been there? Mm-mm. So I went to Top Cat for dinner, and uh, it was awesome. Oh, the, oh yeah, one of the the first night we were there, we went to B Dubs. Oh my god, I'm not gonna say much about it, but it was awful. Yeah, it usually, I mean, the no, worst service ever. Nobody ever goes to B Dubs and is like, wow, that was really fucking good. Dom actually had to go up and see where the hell like our waitress went, and she was just sitting there at like the desk, not even paying any attention to anything awesome. all we just wanted was there's five cu- five cups of water that weren't refilled we we're just all thirsty and then he had to go up there so that was the worst server experience on the planet yeah it was bad so b-dubs kalamazoo wouldn't recommend that joint um yeah and like liz was getting mad i was like holy shit hit the deck watch out Woo! Sometimes it's tough to... I always try to side with a server. Sometimes it's just not easy. They just make it so that you hate them. Yep. That's uh, kind of what Tom and I were experiencing. We are like, man, she sucks. <laughs> and then, yeah, even at the end, we are like, well, we just want some boxes so we can get out of here. And we wanted five boxes in our checks, and she just brought us three boxes, no checks. <laughs> it's like we serious? couldn't even get the hell out of there. Oh, my God. Yeah, but anyway... Good experience. We went to Top Cat. And man, this place was sweet. Top Cat or Hop Cat? Hop Cat. Hop Cat. Why did I write Top Cat? That's Thanks, good, Dom. That's a good show. Yes, Hop Cat with an H. Yeah, so Hop Cat was so good. It was, and the parking lot was packed. I'm like, oh, right after Pinball at the Zoo that day, too. I thought for sure we were going to have like a giant, like, weight and everything and because we came in six people no we got right to it and there was a ton of room and it was real spacious the place was clean it was nice and then they had on the menu killer mac and cheese and then you could get like the spicy killer mac and cheese which is pretty much just added jalapenos and i had grilled chicken on it and stuff it was fucking awesome some of the best mac and cheese i've ever had in my life so huge shout out to Hopcat with an H. So yeah, Hopcat rocked. Dom says, unlike B-dubs, 10 out of 10 service for sure. So yeah, that place rocked. Hopcat rules. Kalamazoo, go check that place out. On the way back, though, to the Holiday Inn, uh, Liz, she drives pretty good. She's a good driver. Um, however... When someone irritates her, she kind of messes with them. 
And we were riding behind Dom. Oh, God. By the way, on the way to Hopcat, we were following Dom. We are like, do we get directions or do we just follow Dom? And I'm like, I'll get directions, but whatever. We can just follow Dom. And Dom just starts driving every direction that was not what the GPS was telling us. Just like, why is Dom going this way? Why is Dom going that way? And then he was just all over the fucking place. So finally, I'm like, stop following Dom. Just, follow, just turn left here. And we got right to it. And Dom showed up like 10 minutes later or something. And, uh, yeah, then he yelled at us for tailgating him the whole time. So, uh, yes, now he's in chat. No, you weren't. You yeah. were tailgating Two me. Two car lengths behind. You're tailgating me. No, I mean, Liz was probably close to him. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, because we were following him. But uh, <laughs> I could not focus on turning into the parking lot because <laughs> there were three feet in front of us. I was three to five minutes late. Okay. Well, anyway, we had a great experience there at Hopcat. And on the way home, Liz was driving and we were following Dom with space. There was enough space and we were going to pass him. We were, um, and then all of a sudden some car on the right starts merging into us, like straight up tries going into us. So Liz honks a horn. So this fucker just won't drift right into us. And the guy moved over. And then, so then Liz sped up. Dom's, Dom's in front here. And Liz speeds up so she can just chill right in Dom's blind spot. So this guy who wanted to get past him is just blocked there. And she starts cackling, laughing. Like oh, she thinks nice. it's the funniest thing in the world that she's pissing this guy off because now he's blocked and he can't get around him, even though he's like speeding around like crazy intentionally causing road rage yeah. and she thinks that she thought it was just the funniest shit ever and this dude's like looking at me like what the fuck like all mad and she just keeps laughing her ass off i'm like you're gonna get a shot yep you are going to get a shot this is not the place lady yeah I'm like what are you doing and then she's like you're so scared right now and she just thought it was hilarious that i was terrified for a short second there well anyway because this guy's behind dom this guy is just tailgating the shit out of Dom because he wants to get out. <laughs> so all this did was just cause Dom to have an even worse tailgater right behind him. And yeah, um, when we pulled into the uh, when we pulled in the Holiday in there, Dom was just staring at Liz, and she could not stop laughing. <laughs> the worst driver. <laughs> no, she's a great driver. I don't know. She just she was just having fun, I guess, terrifying everyone. But yeah, um, yeah. So then uh, we went to one well after Pinball to Zoo was all over. Gotta love that and, place. And uh, yeah, one well's uh, awesome. Nicest machines on the planet. It's yeah, it's cool. Their alien was down, which is not surprising. <laughs> As is every I've alien never, on the universe. I've never seen an alien work longer than ten minutes. But um, yeah, uh, it's good. It's all right. You order food. Kind of weird there. It's, it's more of a brewery. Futuristic. Just kind of go up there, place your order. And then uh, I got the El Chapo pizza. It was okay. I feel like here's my rule. The closer you get to Chicago, the worse the pizza gets. That might get some heat for saying that. No, I think you're pretty accurate. Like the closer you get to Chicago, the pizza m m meter just starts going down it's because they think they like they, they own gotta, the pizza game they gotta like, like try and make it more chicago-y they just think they know how to make pizza there and it's like 
No. You so, guys don't know what you're doing. The root beer, though, is great. One well has their own root beer. That's nice. They brew their own root it's beer. It's nice when the breweries yeah. also make an unalcohol. Yeah, like, I like the root beer. Alcohol-free beverage. Yep. So, uh, uh, there, yeah, that was cool. I uh, I had that, and then we played some pinball. Got to play Shadow for the first time, which is sweet. I've always wanted to play that game. So fun. It looked yeah. awesome. It and I got to awesome. play, since we talked about it last show, I got to play Dirty Harry. And it was sweet. Game's great. Yep. So, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, that's what I ate. Did you eat anything fun and new or neat? Uh, the only thing I can uh, really think of. Yeah, I've eaten some. I've eaten some things. Uh, there's one. So, I tried a... Unvoluntarily, I had ordered a gordita crunch from Taco Bell. And instead of a crunchy taco, they put a Doritos taco. Oh, shit. They did it on accident? They did. Oh, that sounds incredible. It was fucking amazing. Oh, if you ever yeah. get if you ever are feeling uh feeling froggy, get a gordita crunch with a Doritos Locos taco inside. Because it was fucking awesome. I gotta tell you, that's a that's another step up on the old gordita crunch. Not that it needed much, because it's such a good item that is so overpriced. But man, that taco really helped it. That was a cool accidental discovery. Dom, glad I'm here to defend myself. Come on, Dom. Jeez. What do we got? It's taste test time, baby. Nice. All right, I'm going to go get our fun taste test items for this week. Ooh, boy. Which includes the newest Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, I forgot Summer about breeze. that. Summer breeze. Make me feel high. And I'll get the kid. <clears throat> so how is everybody else doing out there tonight let's see we are at 40 we're at 50 minutes just remember to cut this hope everyone's doing good we appreciate you tuning in for the marky mark update on pinball at the zoo we do have some cool taste test stuff for you guys here boom that can art that is a good can looks like a white out a little bit it's I heard this kind of. I heard this tastes like uh, bomb pop. That's what it's going for. See the little bomb pop guy? Yeah. Oh, there's a little bomb pop on a stop sign. Come in. Bomb pop on a stop sign. Zebra don't. Oh my god! I saw these and I haven't tried them yet. Oh, look at that! Taste All right. test, yo. All right. So what are we trying first here? Okay. So what do we have here? What do we have here? All right. We got Mentos. We got Little Debbie. So for our taste test, we have Reed-picked Strawberry Mentos for this week. Now, I'm a little worried. If we drink the pop and have this, it's not going to explode in our stomach, is it? Maybe we eat the Mentos first. Okay. So we are going to try Strawberry Mentos, Little Debbie Zebra Cake Donuts, and Mountain Dew Summer Breeze, the newest edition. Matt, your story last week from the concerts has become my favorite. It had everything. It had suspense, See, smoking weed, alcohol, and Canada. Here's that. Who would have thought people like Canada so much? All right. 
Oh, they smell he amazing. So Reek can get in there. I don't know if he's on camera or not. There oh, he yeah. Is. All right. Here they we smell go. incredible. They do. Mentos strawberry. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, don't. Don't bite them. Just lost a tooth. Mmm. Mmm. Ricky, you seem like a fan of true crime podcasts. Do da da do da do do I've discovered that that's the way to make a successful podcast is add true crime to it. That's why when we were doing Neighborhood Watch, we started reaching tens of thousands of people. This is not bad. Mentos are there for freshening your breath, though. I don't think this is doing much of that. I think this is just enjoyable to have in my mouth. <sighs> Why you gotta make it all weird? All right. Reed, you're going first this week. What's the rating on the strawberry Mentos? Speaking to the mic. I'll give it an eight. Hey, okay. We're expanding our rating system here. It's uh, pretty good. We're growing. It's good strawberry. Yeah. How many freaking ice cream cones did you eat tonight? Your face is just covered in chocolate. Jesus. Dude, that box is empty. <laughs> I just went shopping today. Did the you donut? eat them all? You didn't eat all those drumsticks, did you? Okay. God. Yeah, he would be throwing it. No, hold on. Don't eat more. We're going to other things. Uh, what do you give that, Mark? Oh. Strawberry Mentos. Yeah, you can have more if you want. Uh, <laughs> Strawberry Mentos, I'm going to give that a 7. Which is straight 7? 7. 7.4. I'll go 7.8 on that. I enjoyed that. It was a good... It's a good snack. It's not a... It's not a, a breath freshener, though. No. I don't know if that's what they market it as. For no, those ones? It does say the chewy mint Mentos, but that's in very small print. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. This no. is candy. It's candy. I liked it, though. Definitely yeah, it was good. Best, it's best Mentos there is. Are you not a mint guy? Not really. Sometimes I am. Depends I'm, if I got a lot of talking to do in public areas. I'm big on mint. I like having mints around. Oh, I'm excited for these. So these are like the little Debbie uh, donut bags. Yeah, these are going like, to be gone. Like by the, the ones that are usually chocolate or the powdered donuts, the little circle ones. These are going to be gone by the evening. So they made them in zebra cake form. Here you go, Reed. Probably the Mentos are going to be gone. You're oh, going to yeah. Who's going to eat the Mentos? Who? Me. What? <laughs> All right, Cheers. here we go. Cheers. <laughs> zebra cake donuts by little Debbie. Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. They're not as good as Hostess. The Hostess Donuts. I think what little, like what makes the zebra cakes good is that, like, that frosting, that creamy frosting inside it. I agree with what Ricky just said. I've found my love for zebra cakes has dwindled with age. And uh, I agree with that statement. I don't think these are bad. I think these are awesome donuts, but like, 
You know what's truly missing from them? So, have you are you a big fan of the Hostess donuts? Like chocolate or powdered sugar ones that you talk about? Yeah. So, the thing I like about those, which is going to freak people out, and I can't believe I'm actually saying this on air. After a couple or a few donuts, donuts, they start leaving a film in your mouth. And I really like that film. <laughs> I, re- I really do enjoy that quite a bit. That's odd. And you know what? These kind of do it, actually. You've had two of them. You should be experiencing the film. It's like a chemically, I should not be consuming this type of film. Honestly, they're not bad donuts. They're, they're not bad donuts, but your, no. expect- your expectations are so high, thinking yeah. zebra cakes and... Um, there's, you know, they don't have the, they don't have that frosting, that creamy shit inside that's in the zebra cake. So, um, no, they're fine. They're still good. Reed, I would, I would Reed fuck up more? this bag. What do you give this, Reed? Uh, Speaking of Mike. The world is waiting. <laughs> The universe is waiting. We all need your answer to move on with our lives. Out of ten, Reed, what do you give zebra cake donuts? Hello? All right. I'll give it a five. A five? Okay. All right. I'm going to go 6.4. 6.5. That sounds real good, yeah. I'm going to go 6.7. It's slightly better than what you think it is. Do you uh do you get the film vibe? Are you getting that filmy? I'm getting a little filmy. Uh, doesn't it? Don't you like it? I don't enjoy that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I really hope that people understand what I'm talking about because it's such a. It is only it is on the roof of my mouth. Isn't it weird? It's I don't only like it. it is only with mini donuts that you get that. There's nothing else in the world that gives you that except mini donuts. Oh boy. All right, so that's that. I don't think they're trash like Rick was saying. No. All right, and now the grand finale. If you compare them to a zebra cake, though, they're pretty tragic. What's up, Scott? How Mr. you doing, man? Mr. Styles. Dom is in here, too. Your best friend. All right, last taste test item for the evening. We have the brand new Mountain Dew Summer Breeze. Summer Freeze. Summer Freeze. With a blast, it's due with a blast of summer Americana. So yeah, pretty much it's uh, their version of a bomb pop Mountain Dew. Everybody copy and Fago. Three, two, one. That was all great sounds. All right, cheers, friends. Yes. Whoa, whoa! (laughs) You gotta wait, dude. All right, here we go. Smell. Smells good. One drink, everybody knows the rules. Ooh. 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 Wash that film off my mouth. A little more subtle than I thought it would be. Wow. Um, Yeah, that second taste. uh, I'm not getting a whole... It's not like punch you in the face aggressive like most Mountain Dews are. It's kind of subtle. It's just on the back of your tongue there. It's not like full force in your mouth. This is Mountain Dew. It's a nice chill song. Kids drinking a Mountain Dew. The best dad ever. I'm, I'm yep. Right out there for the internet. What? 
If you drink that whole Mountain Dew, probably. <laughs> Good thing your mom doesn't listen to the show. All right. Mm. I like this Mountain Dew. I do too. Quite Let a me bit. be honest with you. I like it more than the Figo Bomb Pop or a Firecracker. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's the best one of these so far was the Figo one. And then I think it has been dethroned. Uh, Mountain Dew Summer Freeze does it. You know why? It's because it's not as, it just doesn't feel as aggressive. It's just there. And it's not trying to, it doesn't need to make itself known. It's there. That taste is there. I think what makes it not as aggressive is the fact that it's still Mountain Dew. It still gives you that Mountain Dew flavor, but also with that Bomb Pop. It's like mixing Mountain Dew with that Fago Bomb Pop. Uh, Matt, you're first. What are you going to give this rating? We're going uh, on the Fago Summer Freeze. We're going to go Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. Close enough. Um, 8.7. 8.7. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, the Can Art. Can Art makes it like amazing. a 9.5. They, yep. You never really get disappointed with Fago Can Art. Mountain Dew, not Fago. God, oh my God, I said it again. All right. Um, yeah, Jesus, I'm gonna, read. <laughs> I'm going to give this sucker a 9.1. Yep, it's breaking nine turf. Breaking nine turf. Dom, you might like this one. Dom, I'd try this if I were you. The Mountain Dew Summer Freeze from Fago. Reed, what do you give this? You're jacked up. All messed up on Mountain Dew. You are never going to sleep tonight. You're going to be running all over the house. You're already messed up. Oh, my God. He's doing spins. He's freaking out already. The dew is flowing through his veins. Reed, bring your spaz craziness over here and give us a rating. One out of ten for the new Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. I, I would admit this might be the... Bestest Mountain Dew that I ever tasted. The best one ever? Whoa. Is it a 10 alert? It's what? a 10 Say alert! It. Say it. It's a 10. We have oh! a 10 in the taste test! Tenner! Tenner! What? Awesome. Another 10 on the wow. show. Wow. Tenners don't happen often. Read. Wow. All right. Now get out of here. Take. Can I take no, I need it for a segment. Come we got to do the collector's quest. I'll bring it to you later. All right, say goodbye to the internet. Bye. All right, see you, buddy. <laughs> Until next week. All right. All right, so that is our taste test of the week. All right, collector's um, corner time, my friend. I, I like the dew. I I can. It's do always this. good when the new dew comes out and it's good. Here I'll it's move not like over a little bit for crushed you. apple or whatever. That was the worst. That was awesome. That was one of the worst dews ever. I think the worst one was that last Christmas one that just came out. Oh, ginger snapped. Ginger, no, no, ginger, not ginger. Ginger snapped. snapped. No, 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 no. It was the cake. It was the um, uh, it was like the cake one or whatever. It was ginger snapped. Was the last one? I remember. No, it cake was smash. I can't cake remember. in my face. Uh, Let me get a piece of that cake. It was like I want the cake. I saw it the other day at a at a fucking store because like Mountain Dew still crab apple can eat my ass. That was the worst thing ever. Uh, Not crab apple either. It was like the um, jelly cake one or whatever. Fruit cake. Fruit cake. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I was talking about. Quake. Fruit that, quake. That's yeah. what I meant. Fuck that Mountain that Dew. That was the worst that's Mountain the Dew. the shittiest Mountain Dew I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that was like, yeah. That fruit quake. And then there's sometimes voodoo is... 
bad. Voodoo has been good the past Voodoo couple Voodoo has times. been good, but there was one year that it was just like, tasted like clay Play-Doh grossness. So. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Every kid eats my... some Play-Doh. Yeah, but I don't want it in my Mountain Dew. <clears throat> Collector's All right. Corner. Collector's Corner. I got some good stuff for this week's Collector's Corner. Coke hasn't made a good Coke since uh, Starry. Starry's what, not a Coke. What was the... No, that's the Sprite. What What was the Star... Starlight. Starlight was the last good Coke. I'm be honest, I, I, don't, I don't like any of them. <laughs> you don't like Coke, though. Yeah, that's true. And it's been proven from a blind taste test perspective, you don't like Coke. I thought it was that I ranked it higher. Mm-mm. You we still, need to do another one of those. Yeah, we do. I was thinking we do. Let's do like fifteen Mountain sliders with random animals from that we have no fucking idea what. <laughs> we they did are. do that, but um, no. Uh, let's, let's make it a. Let's taste do another test. pop one with all the off-brand Mountain Dews. Off-brand Mountain Dews. Yeah, You're like Mountain about, Hollow, like, Fago, Moon Mist. Yeah, and shit Mountain like that? Hollow. All the Walmart, Kroger. Oh, okay. All can... those different ones: Meyer, Rocky Wait, Mist. We gotta get the Kmart, the Big K. Yeah, so, yeah, but this week for Collector's Corner, I actually um, was on Facebook Marketplace and found a bunch of Power Ranger toys that were, they're in rough shape, but they will get cleaned by me. But yeah, it's all, here, I got them right here. They're all the Power Rangers, the, all the Rangers with the morphing heads. So, like, all of them that do the, the morphing head thing. Yeah, look at Tommy right here. And you push the morphing down and he morphs. As you can tell, they don't work quite as smooth. Um, some of their screws are rusty on them. They are not in the greatest condition, but they're all of them. Look at that. And they're all, they all got all their limbs and everything. And also, the Tiger Zord was in there. And the Falcon Zord from the movie. And a White Ranger. Which I don't. He was really in rough shape, but yeah, thirty bucks, not bad. All the Rangers for thirty bucks, and I'll clean them up and everything. Take a um, magic eraser to some of it. See if I can get some of that stain Ooh, off there. You're gonna magic eraser it? Alcohol and Q-tip, baby. Yeah, I'll I'll put some work into them. So. You know, you know what you're doing. I, I know what I'm doing, Matt. Thank you. I taught you the ways. You forget that. But yes. I will try and make them pretty. But yeah, I was pretty pumped to find that. Um, they look cool on the shelf. Got all those. So Ricky, we've been talking. Ricky and I are talking about starting our own uh, little um, Power Ranger podcast where we're going to go through every episode, which is going to be awesome. And yeah, I got more little uh, set pieces for us, man. That would actually be really cool. Yeah, it's the plan. That's the breakup, huh? And we're getting there. Yeah, you and Mike Pitts are going to start your own show. The rumors have been flowing. I feel bad for uh, Jay, man. You're going to replace him. No, I can't replace Jay. No, uh, you hand me that stuff right there. The sexy, the sexy bald guy on the show. You can't ever replace him. All righty. So handed to you, handed that to you the worst way possible. Probably. So I got some stuff at Pinball at the Zoo that I want to show you guys. Um, shout out to Ryan Clater. He had a booth there. And I actually met him like 10 years ago at the Grand Traverse um, Cherry Capital Con. So, yeah, the uh, up in Traverse City. 
And he's, I bought like one of his first books he ever did and he autographed it for me. It was awesome. So I saw him there at Pinball at the Zoo. Didn't even know he was a freaking pinball dude and he liked it. And so it was sweet to actually see him after like over 10 years. And I bought a couple of his books that he's got. This is Coin Op Carnival. I don't know if with the camera, with the glare. So, yeah, right there. Coin Op Carnival. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, and it's great. It's all about, he like interviews people from back in the EM days and everything. So if you're a fan of the electromechanical pinball days, this is sweet. It's a cool graphic novel comic book thing. So, yeah, shout out to them. It's Elephant Eater. Elephant Eater uh, Comics, that is where you can find them at. Also, he made this one here, which is actually autographed by him. It's a little, it's called A Hunter's Tale, and it is um, a poem that his grandpa wrote while uh, out hunting, and I thought that was awesome, and I actually got this from my dad, so. Oh, yeah. man. Because my dad and grandpa would always go hunting together, so yeah, got that for them, and but my crown jewel of this trip some some of you on Facebook have seen this. Every time I kept walking to the bathroom, there was this booth oh, oh, that yeah. was that was there. Every time I kept seeing it, and I'm like, oh man, I want that. Oh man, I want that. So finally, I pulled the trigger, and I brought it home. And it's a great show set piece for us. It's so ridiculous. It is an autographed portrait of Fred Savage. That's right, the Wizard himself, star of the Wizard, star of the Wonder Years. Autographed picture. Guess how much this bad boy sent me back? $35. $10. That's not bad. That's worth it. Right? For sure. 10 bucks. They had a $20 sticker on it, scratched off with 10 under it. I'm like, Fred's Fred's worth more than that. Yeah. How so, are you yeah. going to do Fred like that? Yeah. Here. Somebody would have paid 20 for that. Yeah. So we'll are... put Fred right here in the middle. Can we see Fred on the camera? You bet your butt we can see Fred. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's right there. Look at this little fucking guy. This guy wore a power glove in a movie. Yep. Fred Savage. And that's one of the walked, worst movies Someone ever. just walked by, walking their dog, and stopped for a sec. Thought this, thought this out Fred Savage. Yep. He's also the mole and gold member. Mole, mole, mole. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. He totally is. Yep. So, yeah, those are Chop my... it up and make it into a bowl of guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, Collector's Corner. Really, really fun, man. We got Fred here, and uh, that's... I mean, he's going to be chilling with us probably for a while now. So Yeah, at least until uh, you break up with me to do the Power Ranger episodes. Hell yeah. What's chat say? Chat says, fuck you. Uh, Worth it. Scott Styles. I have both those. Also won them at a tournament in Monroe about four to five months ago. Heck yeah, they're sweet books. Um, men laughing face emojis. And Brian Tate says, worth it. Of course it is. It is. Fred Savage. Tell me you don't like the one of yours. I love Fred Savage, so this works great for me. I've never seen The Wonder Years. What? You should check that out. Was that going on a rant? Not at all. You hooked me. I did hook you. I just wanted to press a button. Take it away. Are you done talking about Fred Savage? The floor's all yours. So, that was Collectors. I mean, did you talk about... Did I kind of steal your thunder with Collector's Corner there? No. Not at all? No. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about Rank It here. Rank It? Man, what do we got for Rank It? That was such a bad transition. No, it was fine. Okay, so this week's Rank It, we're... I don't know why, but my mind was just like thinking about movies. 
Probably Fred Savage. The Wonder Years. Yeah, it brought it up. You were thinking about the I wizard. saw the I did see the picture when I came in and I was like, oh. Yeah. Fred 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 segued us into this special ranking. Fred Savage is Boy Meets World, correct? Mm. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. That's his little brother. That's Bobby Savage. I think that's Ben Savage. Benjamin Savage. But it really is it really is Fred Savage's little brother. Yeah. They look alike, but they're not the same. Just like Mark and I. Nope. So this week's rank it is going to be our uh, top three most overrated movies. Top three most overrated movies. Of all time. Of all time. And this is Mark and I's opinion. Ben Savage. Thank you, Brian. I got yeah, it. you were right. Okay. You you said Ben, and I said okay. Benjamin. Um. So yeah, the top three most overrated movies of all time based on... Mark Wright and my oh my god, Marky Mark and Maddie Ice's opinions here. And, uh, Chad, I want to know what yours are. What are your top three most overrated movies of all time? Mr. Matt takes away at number three for you. Number three for me is a movie I've never understood why people are so fucking crazy about. Especially being a fan. I mean, not a fan. Enjoying like oh, this sounds terrible. Learning about World War II and like learning the history of it and being interested in that stuff. And Glorious Bastards for me is one of the most overrated movies of all time. Very close to a number one for me, actually. So that is my number one. scene, though. You can't base a movie off one fucking scene. I don't think it deserves I, to be on that list. I mean, that's me. ov- overrated. Doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It means people talk about this movie like it's a fucking groundbreaking movie, and it's just I get not. That. I get that. I mean, I, I'm not saying none of the movies on my list do I think are bad. They're just people overrate them, or they've had too many movies in the series. Yeah, there's a there's a few. Um, some of mine I think are bad, but yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, read. We'll read people's lists after we go through ours. Yes. Oh, that's um, a good idea. So, my number three, man. I don't know, man. I don't think you can put a Quentin Tarantino. No, I get you can. Oh, you can. Because, there's another uh, Quentin Tarantino movie you could put in there called Reservoir Dogs. That's actually the one that I think's over. I think that's the most. I picked Inglorious Bastards because it's been a long time since I've seen Reservoir Dogs. But that that's the easily the most overrated Tarantino I, movie. I think that one is probably the most overrated Tarantino. But I'm not going to put it on my list. Number three for me is going to be Avatar. Um, Avatar made so much goddamn money, and it sold so many tickets, and I just don't understand it. Like to this day, I still think it was like bots or somebody that yep. like went to like I just don't get it. It's just a bunch of blue people and shit and like wars and stuff and I just I don't know I haven't seen the new one I haven't either. Shout, that- I mean, shout out to Zach. He loves Avatar. He's tried so much to get me into it. And but- we're talking we're talking about the blue people, not the yeah. Last Airbender. No, yeah, the yeah. That's not an overrated James movie. James Cameron's Avatar. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say Avatar for my number three. Number two for me. Is also Avatar. 
Oh. You know, Avatar is the perfect movie that is and I don't get like I don't get into the whole this isn't like a political agenda thing either. It is very much the hey, I'm a white guy and now I have become part of your race and now I'm the best of your race because I am the white guy of your race. So now I'm the king of your race and I will save all of you from all these other terrible human beings. It's like it's just this fucking dude, this guy that can't walk, which is fine. Like, it's not his fault. This army guy just becomes the best of this fucking race that's lived for however many thousands of years because he just gets fucking embedded into one of them. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a cool, I, I'd imagine if I would have saw it at the theaters when I was a kid, it would have blown my fucking mind. But I, the first time I saw it was on a metro bus to a Tigers game. And, I got to tell you, didn't blow my mind on the Metro bus. And Brian says it was just the graphics and the bright color. Other than that, it was meh. And, I mean, that's kind of true, too. I remember my buddy Dylan said it like he saw it in IMAX, and it just blew him away. Like, he thought it was incredible. So, and that just what Min just commented, too. Did you see it in 3D? That's what made it. I mean, if you took your wallet and just kept throwing it at the screen until you made a good movie... That's what Avatar is. You just threw so much money at it that it has to be a good movie. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I'm, I'm I do think it's overrated. Like when people yeah. say, "Oh, like like when they would say what movie sold the most or whatever," and some and Avatar gets brought up, I'm like, "Huh? Did it really? Yeah, that that movie." So like that's where I get. That's why I put it on my list because it always kind of makes me go scratch my head and go really i don't i don't think it's a bad movie either i just don't think it's it should be i mean it's one of the best selling movies for a reason i mean they put it back in theaters to sell some more tickets but i think most of the top sellers have i don't know Uh, overrated for sure number two for you mark Um, number two for me is going to be inception oh that's a good one yeah, everyone lost their goddamn mind over this movie when it came out, and it was so fucking good, and it was so great. And it's one of those scenarios where if somebody just promotes and talks about something so good that you like that happens, and it ruins stuff for me sometimes. With it, when it just gets hyped up so much, and then you expect this mesmerizing, awesome movie, and I bought it. Like I didn't see it in theaters; I bought it on DVD. Back in the day when it first came out on DVD, I'm like, hell yeah, I want to get this movie and let's watch it. I did not enjoy that movie. It was, I had no fucking idea what was happening. And someone's like, well, have you watched it the sixth time? Because on the sixth time you get, you totally get and it blows your mind. No, I'm not going to watch a movie six times to understand (laughs) what the fuck is going on. It's just not going to be a thing. I'm not going to do it. Um, How many times do you give a movie? Before you don't give it any more chances. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say I love a lot of people love that freaking movie, and uh, to me it's just a snooze fest and a confusing snooze fest at that. So mm-hmm. uh, Inception number two for me. Number one, and I'm I'm gonna catch flack for this. Oh boy. Oh for sure. This is a flack catcher. Any of the Fast and Furious movies after the fourth one are overrated that series should have died a long time ago those movies are fucking ridiculous not any and maybe this is just me being like an old fucking man about them they are the most ridiculous and stupid fucking movies i have ever seen in my entire life yeah almost after like tokyo drift they have gotten absolutely 
ridiculous and stupid. And they're like, I'm going to fly this fucking car out of this fucking airplane. And then I'm going to land it on a fucking train and separate the train because the train's filled with gold fucking gas. And we're going to sell the gas. And then we're going to host a race and fucking fly jets into space. <laughs> it's the fucking stupidest. God, that's the problem with them. Is it, it started out as like cool drag racing stuff. Like racing fucking movie. And then we're like, yeah, we're fucking jumping out of jets with cars now. I don't know. I'm an old. You I think I me. only saw the first one and I didn't like it. And I never cared to watch any other Fast well, and Furious They've movie. made like 37 of them. Yeah, I, I know there's like a new one every year. And like half the cast has died and somehow they're still in the movies. It's yeah, you, you CGI a dead guy in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I don't know. It's like. The Rock's in him now or something? The Rock, Vin Diesel, fucking Drake. Isn't I don't John know. Cena in him too somehow? Probably. Fucking Ultimate Warrior. This thing's turning into the Hulk Marine Hogan. series. Okay, everyone's <laughs> in that movie. I don't understand what the appeal of is. What the appeal of the Cars is. go vroom. And they like stopped even worrying about the name with them. Because now they're just Fast 9, Fast 6, Furious 7, Fast 8, F9. They just start... They keep, like, <laughs> gradually losing letters. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> that's all Shit. 10... That's what 10 or 11 or 15, whatever one they're on. They made so Fast many... Furious 11 would just be called... They made so many movies in that series that they had to go to another series where it's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. So they're just like... Eventually, Fast and Furious is actually going to own everything, so it's going to be Fast and Furious presents... The Marvel Avengers sixth movie. It's like National Lampoons, but Fast and Furious now. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, that's a good one. Honestly, I, I actually, I'm surprised those movies still come out, and I'm surprised those movies still sell. I, I don't watch any of those movies. I watch a hard pass for me every time. I watched one where they were stealing. The last scene I remember watching was they were there was a train. That was fucking going like 8,000 miles an hour. And they were standing between the carts. And they had a spray, like a spray paint can. And they were spraying it on the train thing to break the fucking giant train cars of gasoline off. And then somebody can tell me I'm incredibly wrong because I know I am. But they steal the they steal the train cars of gasoline. And then they have a big fucking race at the end because they have all this free gasoline. <laughs> it's so it's dumb. so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. I hate those. And then movies. they go to the moon. And then yeah, and then with all the rest of the gas. And then Dwayne Johnson grabs a car and throws it into space and it lands on the move and they do a big drift around the whole fucking moon. If you smell what the rock is cooking. My number 1 might make some people mad on this one. Might make you mad on this one. I've talked about it before on this show and I think it is one of the worst movies ever made but definitely one of the worst the most overrated movies holy cow definitely the most overrated movie (laughs) Sleepless in Seattle oh fuck you is awful fuck you the fact that that movie is like fuck if, if there's any like movie that you can see with a chick or whatever for like a date night and someone will always be like, oh, well, there's these five movies. Um, Sleepless in Seattle ends up being somehow on that list. That movie sucks. It's awful. 
I've talked about it many times on this show, and I'll do it again. Chick falls in love with a fucking radio voice. Like, that's so messed up. She bails on this dude because he's got... He's got fucking allergies, okay? He's got allergies or he doesn't like food, so she's like calls him some freaky weirdo. She cheats on him with a radio voice. It's the most stupidest movie ever. They don't even hug. They, like, there's nothing. There's, It's dumb. It's awful. It's the worst movie ever. Okay, I'll agree that Meg Ryan is I, a... I don't know if it's the worst movie ever. It's the most overrated movie. I agree Meg Ryan is a terrible person in that movie. Yes. But... Tom Hanks living on a fucking houseboat with his cool-ass son, and his son fucking hacks into the airlines to get free tickets and shit. Kind of fucking cool. He's working on some, like, Commodore 64 hacking into an airline. It's like war games all over again. (laughs) (laughs) See, now this plot sounds way cooler. This is the prequel to war games. You're making this movie sound way better. War games. Watched that recently, by the way. Fucking incredible movie. Yeah. Absolutely bomb-ass flick. Yeah. Sleepless in Seattle. Pretty good. Meg Ryan's a horrible person in that movie. Yeah. She is. At least you're coming around. You used to think that everything was fine. Like, what if somebody right now just heard this podcast and was like, I love Maddie Ice's voice so much. I'm gonna leave everyone behind. She's gonna. They're gonna hide in the closet to call yeah. into the radio show. Yep. Actually, let's take some calls right now. For yeah. The uh, podcast. The line is open for anybody. Hi, I'm gonna talk to Maddie Ice. <laughs> and click. <laughs> no, I get it. I I agree. She flies all the way from like New York to fucking Seattle, which is like, it would cost you like three thousand dollars now fly there and uh she looks at him across the street and then yeah. that's it and she fucking leaves and yeah, goes back to new york like, such rick, a waste rick of money said, rick just said that's on some stalking shit for sure like a creepy stalker i think tom hanks does a good job in that movie though he's just you know his wife's gone he's his just wife trying fucking to, die yeah he's just trying to live and then he's got some psycho creepy stalker yeah they could totally make that whole movie into like some terrifying plot like sleeping with the enemy it's like that but it's stalking the enemy or something like yeah, yeah I, get, I get it scary Tom Hanks is just trying to learn how to live his life now and he's just got some stalker showing up have you okay flying cross country so you need to watch two other of the big I think I think they're the, the big Meg three Ryan movies? no 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 yeah actually yeah, the, I could, you call mail. them the big three when Harry met Sally you've got mail and sleepless in Seattle <laughs> you've got mail is awesome I do love that. And Throw you should love in the you should also love that. That's like a 30-year-old's dream movie because it's all about fucking AOL and fucking first-time email. Ooh, you got mail. That should be all This guy the was born in 1997. Yeah, I didn't experience that shit. Yeah, so he thinks it's so cool. It is cool. We lived it, bro. They, yeah. It was it was not that cool. To well, be you got mail. AOL sponsored this movie. And When Harry Met Sally is actually a good flick. That's a good one. Fuck that movie. Fuck you, man. Fuck you don't like movie. love stories. You, I hate. do too. No, you just hate people. I you do hate, love. You love hate love. Stories. You hate happiness. Love is a lie. <laughs> nah, dude. Uh, yeah, man. Like, here's a love story. Like, uh, fucking Scott Pilgrim. That's an awesome love. Yeah, flick. yeah. And it's you also the fight, only like, one. Nine, like all of her evil axes and shit. Now that's a good movie because it let you, you know, it lets you know that women have baggage and you got to fucking deal with it. Want, so what about you know? stalker baggage? Is that not is that too much for you? It's too much. Over nine evil exes that want to kill you. 
Yeah, that's you got to put work in if you want a relationship to work. You got to put work in, like fuck up nine evil exes. Not One of them's Chris Evans, and he's an fucking epic Captain America. You got to take an... down Captain America. Speaking Ramona of Ramona Flowers, has got to be freaking pretty, pretty awesome. Then speaking of Ricky's list, talk about this. Number three is Captain America. Three Captain, Captain America. Three. That's correct. Captain America. Three. Oh wait. Civil. Oh wait. Never mind. That's incorrect. I don't. Oh yeah. Civil War. Are you talking about Civil War? Yeah. Or Captain America, and you just accidentally put it on another three. So it's Captain America, Titanic, and Avatar. Avatar, perfect. Titanic, I don't know if that's overrated. Do you agree with that? I like Titanic. I don't think it's overrated because it is what it is. And people that say Civil War is trash are fucking crazy. Yep, him and Jason, that's like their You guys are fucking insane. Civil War is awesome. Civil War is amazing. It's a fucking epic movie. Yep. Yeah. So, so um, fuck we got your, fuck uh, That's list. good though. That's good. Rick, no, I appreciate your list, Rick. I do. I appreciate your list. You got Avatar spot on, and uh, I appreciate you for participating. I think I can agree with the Titanic to a degree too. It's maybe it's over. It was well. See, Rick lived through when it was in theaters, and people. It was like one of the first movies where someone was like. I remember like ra- like TV shows interviewing people standing in line and being like. How many times have you seen it? I've seen it 13 times. This yeah, is my fuck. 13th time seeing it. Fuck you. And then when it came out, because we're old, it was on VHS. And it's it had a double. The, it had the double, yeah. Fuck it. Come on, dude. You don't think I remember that? I think you know that because you worked in Media Reload. No, I know that because I bought a lot of VHS tapes, and I used to rent them from I Family get it. Video. All right, you're, you're a grown-up man. I'm right there. I'm on the cusp, okay? You're 10 years younger than me. I had a portable CD player instead of a Walkman. Same thing. Pretty close. I'm right on the edge. I'm teetering on the edge of... I'm like zillennial. Are you ready for a memory? Hell yeah. Because it's also movie related. Bitch, that boat sank. Bitch, the boat sank. Fred got pissed. Oh, Jack, there's plenty of room on this raft, but I'm going to let you drown because fuck you. That's why. Yep. Drown, you piece of shit. Fuck you. Well, you should have known. You got to fight evil exes first. If you would have fought fucking Jack or whatever, or whatever that guy was that ended up killing himself, you probably would have got it. Mm-hmm. Say he's too busy. So speaking of movies that disappoint you. Yeah. Tell me about some memories of Going to the movie theater or just watching movies in general. The movie theater. Yeah, when you go to the movie theater and you find a disappointing movie, that's like on a whole extra level of disappointment. Um, man, because you pay big money and you're excited when you go to the movie theaters. You're you're pumped. You're like, fuck yeah, let's go check this out. This is going to rock. You have a lot of anticipation behind it. No one's really, because a lot of times when I see movies, I usually see them early before any can, anyone can spoil it or anybody says anything I try to go early so it's literally my my intentions it's my perspective on it it hasn't been tweaked with by anyone right um the worst one for me most overrated uh, I don't know bad experience the movie definitely Batman versus Superman um that movie was long and to this day, it's never happened uh, where I was just like 
can this movie just end so I can go home? Like, I don't want to get up and leave. I've never been like that because I paid money to sit here. So I don't want to leave. But man, I was really thinking about it. It was just so bad and boring and long and I hated every second. And there's people that like that movie, but I did not. Yeah. Are there people that like that movie? Yeah. Really? Martha! Wait, what? Martha? Same name. My mom's got the same name, bro. DC just doesn't make good movies. That's not true. Shazam and Black Adam are about the only two that I can think. Justice League was okay. The Snyder Cut was pretty cool. Snyder Cut was better. Yeah. Aquaman was fun. Yeah, they're they're not on the Marvel level. <laughs> not even like fucking. They're not in the on the same Marvel league, man. The, I mean, Dark Knight ones were good. Yeah, and I, you know what? Actually, I enjoyed the Batman. Everybody shits mm. on the Batman. I really think that was a good. one. I like that movie. I think that movie is underrated. Yeah, people fucking... gave that. It's because it didn't have. Uh, I like that movie. A Jared lot. Leto. I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> dude, I love freaking. Uh, I actually Edward was great as Batman. I thought so too. Yeah. I really liked the bat. I liked the Bella get in the car. I liked the the character that played the Riddler. Also played a dude from the movie Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal, one of the creepiest fucking characters of all time. He's that actor is great. Anyway, um, I got two here. So a movie. You remember Movie Pass? Yeah. So Movie Pass is awesome for those uh, that coming back. It is. It's never gonna be the same. Because they lost millions of dollars a month with it previously. So one of the first movies I remember seeing with MoviePass, Jason and I went to see a movie called Just Getting Started, which has Morgan Freeman, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, and somebody else in it. And it was hands down the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't. I know I talked about it on the show. I'm not going to go and do it again. But when you have a when your two leads are Morgan Freeman and Tommy Lee Jones, that should be a good movie. Right. Just should be. Those are two icons. Fucking amazing actors. Easily the worst movie I've ever watched in the theater. Wow. Hands down. And then the second one that I remember taking, like going with my dad to see. I was always a big fan of Terminator movies. I watched Terminator 1 through 3 with him, with my dad growing up. And then we watched Salvation Together, which is a Christian Bale Sam Worthingham from Avatar. That was like the newish, like the futuristic Terminator. And then uh, Terminator Genesis, which was the the one they made after. It was they added Arnold back as the Terminator. It was the new one, like the newest movie in the future timeline that they were going with right before Dark Fate. One of. It's it's probably you know what it's more disappointing than just getting started because it's it was a blockbuster flick, triple A, and it's a Terminator movie and they just fucking ruined it and they only, they did the same thing with Dark Fate but I was fortunate enough to not waste money and go see that in the theater, so Terminator Genesis is my most disappointing movie to see in the theater. Oof, it's just bad. They it's just a bad movie. Now, have you ever seen a movie that you really think, like, you're like, yeah, it's not that bad. That was pretty cool. And then the more you sit there and think about it and think about it, and you're like, man, that movie, you know what? That was actually dog shit. 
the more I think about it, like that was kind of dumb. You ever had one of those? Oof. Where you like the more you think about it, like you thought it wasn't that bad in theaters, and then you hated it. Um. Later. I had that with Black Adam a little bit. I went back and watched it again, and it wasn't as good as the first time I saw it. I don't hate that movie. I don't want that to be known. But the same time I watched it, it's like, mm, this is not as good as I remember it. Yeah, Star Wars, um, Last Jedi for me. I was like, it's not bad. And then like literally the next morning, I was like, that movie kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, yeah, it's not that good. No, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but then there's parts, now like when I think about it, there are su- sweet scenes in it. There's just a lot of bad in it, too. Um, I think the most, the movie that matches that the most is Age of Ultron. Yeah. I was so hyped to see that in theaters, because it was, I saw, obviously, the first Avengers with my dad, and then Colin and I went with a group to see Age of Ultron, and it was Robert California. That's Ultron. Oh, okay. Uh, so we saw it in theaters, and of course you think it's epic, because you're in the theater. I was in the theater on opening night for Star Wars, or not Star Wars, for the next Avengers movie. And then I watched it again, and I'm like, man, this movie is not even close to as good as the first one. Remember when you said you liked Iron Man 3? I love Iron Man 3. I watched it again Ugh. recently, and that movie's still awesome. You're crazy. That You're movie's so good. That, I can't... Only comic book people don't think that movie's good. I'm not a Because they, really they have, comic. like, this fucking preconceived uh, notion about the man, uh, the Mandarin. And I think the, the, like, joke on the Mandarin is so good. I love that movie. I really do. I I like the end. I like the start. I like the middle, and I like the end. That movie sucks. I like that Tony Stark is a a vulnerable bitch without a suit, but he still fucks him up. He still somehow, even without his metal suit protecting him, he still is able to save people because deep down, Tony Stark is a superhero behind the metal. All right, that's enough of the show. <laughs> that movie sucks. Age of Ultron is good, not great. You can say that about most Marvel. Like, not most. The bad Marvel movies, that's what you can say about them. They're really not ever that bad. All right, real quick, though, I want to give a shout-out to the sponsors. Uh, Lore Lawn Care and Snow Removal. They just did my uh, lawn, and it is amazing. So, 989-890-1153. Go ahead and hit them up. Get some of their... They even got my garden ready to go. So, yeah, they can do all that stuff, man. So hit them up, 989-890-1153, Lore, Lawn Care and Snow Removal. Also, Crazy Quarters Arcade. That's right. We have amazing, amazing tournaments. People have been coming out to the pinball tournaments Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. You're definitely going to want to check it out because the numbers are growing. The point, the point pool is getting bigger. You want to come play pinball. It's a really good time. So more people, bigger prizes. So let's come come on out there Wednesday night, 6.30, Crazy Quarters Arcade. One Up Games. One Up Games has been having, they have a Guitar Hero God, they're, they're doing rock so band. many fun, awesome yeah. tournaments and stuff. Yep, they have a Guitar Hero rock band event coming up. You guys want to check that out for sure. Uh, follow their Discord. Just pop into the store. You can join their Discord there. Also, Northern Memory, if you guys want any 
woodworking done, hit up Northern Memory, check them out. You can contact Doug at area code 231-218-3472. He does a lot of awesome butcher blocks, cutting boards, and he can make all kinds of different things, even coasters, small things. If Whatever you want, Doug will make it for you. That's Northern Memory. So check them out. Any other ones? I think those are all of them. That's it, babe. For now, that's it. If you want to sponsor on the show, send us a message, and we will hook you up with all of our awesome advertising deals. Yeah, man, for sure. And uh, thank you, David. I agree. He knows what's up about Iron Man 3. Oh, my goodness. Why'd you bring... I don't know why you would bring... You have no argument against me on this. I just didn't enjoy it. That's Dra- okay. It, the movie drags on, and then, yeah. Just because you don't enjoy it doesn't mean it's no, a that's bad fine. movie. I though. get it, yeah. Sleepless in Seattle, on the other hand. Fuck that. I'm starting to wean on my Sleepless in Seattle thing with you. Okay. So you're making some headway there. All right. It's not a horrible movie. Right. But to you it is. Any movie about love is going to be bad for Marky Mark. Love is a lie. Love is a lie. All right, guys. Uh, that about does it for this week's show. So we appreciate you tuning in, and we will see you next week on the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Peace.